I will make the they biggest with meal. The wrong comedian. I will make such a meal out of any tiny kernel. Any any that is thrown my way. Yeah, dude. Any detour from your routine becomes a bit. <laughs> <laughs> literally. There's power it's literally in that. True, dude. There's yeah. power in yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know <laughs> where you came up with that. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. Welcome on in to Oops! The Podcast, another installment with Francis Ellis and Julio Gallarotti. Yeah, yeah. We're back. (laughs) I don't know what that was. You're looking sharp there. Really? Yeah, my, I just, so I don't know if you've noticed, I my hair just sort of decides what it shall do, hmm. and I allow it to. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it looks good, and it sort of makes me wonder why you wear a hat all the time because you're such a handsome guy. Thanks, dude. I I don't feel that wearing a hat takes away from that. Well, it <laughs> it shrouds your face. Okay, but it doesn't because do an experiment. Like that should be true. Like if I wore a hat like this. That's extreme. And even if I did this, that would shroud my face. But if you wear it, like, my face is not shrouded. I don't know. You have a nice hairline. You have a nice boyish haircut. <laughs> and it, it, you've got a good face and it deserves to be seen. Okay. The light of day. Thank you. Am I wrong, Ryan? Chris? Not wrong. They, they think I look nice. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Oh, all right. What is a notary public? It's a made-up thing, but the reason why it's... I don't understand why it's a made-up thing is because the person who does it only makes like $2. A notary public is a... is a. Okay, sorry, that, I didn't answer the question. A, no, a notary public <laughs> is an impartial third party to something who gives some kind of certificate certification document of whatever that thing might be. If you have to get something notarized and you have to get some kind of license to do it, and then you go to usually I go to UPS, mm. and then you have it notarized, and now you're ready to go. They are there to prove that you are the one who signed the document. They witness you signing something. Is that right? Is that all it is? I believe so. Is that right? Oh, Ryan's already given us the preemptive us head non Ryan fact. Given us the heat, dude. Yeah, I've never paid more than like two dollars to have something notarized. It's like seems like one of the most outdated things that I still do. I need to get something notarized today. It has to happen today. UPS, dude. I tried. The, the notary was at lunch? I have failed so spectacularly in trying to get this stupid document signed and have a notary witness me signing it and stamp it. And by the way, do you know what this document is? Your agreement to settle with your landlord? That's exactly right. <laughs> Spot on. You dog. We're going to settle. Wow. Well done, dude. And here's, appreciate it. Uh, After all that. I know. I know. And, and and here's why. And I've been kind of going back and forth with G on this, but. um, We've had some good meta conversations yeah, about this. Yeah, we have. So, <laughs> and by the way, they haven't asked me to sign an NDA or anything like that. So as far as I know, I, you know, I can talk about this, but, um, you know, we got our court what i thought was our court date but it was actually a pre-trial hearing and a fan of the show messaged me i think he's a real estate attorney and said oh actually unfortunately that's not your trial 
So the the date that we were all excited about going to together, vlogging it, having me buy a suit, all of that was not the in front of a judge deciding thing that I thought it was. Apparently, by the they, way, let me add something here real quick. Thank you to all the legal counsel who reached out to yeah. us. We uh, the outpouring has been uh, humbling and impressive, and it just shows that the Oops listeners are. Locked and loaded professionals. It is. Ready to we, lend a hand. We have an army of <laughs> uh, gainfully employed uh, experts ready and willing to help us at a moment's notice. That's great. And for that, we're <laughs> very grateful. I, I had so many lawyers that were willing to represent me pro uh, boner, and they... <laughs> <laughs> very good. We're getting heated up. And they... Uh, yeah, gotta get the... Gotta stretch it out Four minutes in, dude. <laughs> Let's fucking go. And and these people are so qualified, and the, you know it's like they're willing. They get paid, you know, hundreds of dollars an hour, and yeah. yet I think it's fun. I think it, this is this is probably their Rucker Park. Right, right, right. This right. is like when KD comes back That's to Rucker so Park, comes back to the Rucker, just to prove they still got what it takes to dominate at the street level. <laughs> um and that's what this would have been and uh, part of me was a little sad because i was excited to flex my legal muscles from the four days of law school that i uh received but uh needless to say here's what has happened um in learning that we were only going to do the pre-trial hearing because i guess the court does everything that it can to not have you bring your case in front of a judge mm. because it uh, wastes their time makes sense uh, they they want to they bring the two parties together and they try to be, I, I sense that they try to get you to settle before they go in front of a judge mm-hmm. um, where you know they might say hey listen uh, actually this isn't really looking that good for you that's a probably a pretty fair thing mm-hmm. so unless both sides are so obstinate as to refuse to settle that's when it would in fact go in front of a judge so. Um, you know, we had this pretrial hearing scheduled for Friday, and uh, I had emailed the landlord again as a one last chance and just said, listen, dude, you know, this is, we now have a court, we have a date, and it's been 18 months since we last spoke. I don't know how long. <laughs> Insane. I completely, I thought they, I thought it was gone. I thought we were dead. I thought we had lost the file. Mm-hmm. Amazing how they never they never lose it. They, I guess they don't. But <laughs> they that's never, how long it takes. Yeah, that's how long it takes, and you got to just be patient. Uh, and I said, "This is happening." You know, if there's any chance you want to, and he came up. He came up uh, last time I had spoken to him. Uh, he had offered to settle for twenty five percent of the security deposit, and this time he offered to settle for fifty percent. I countered with, I think, 80%, and he came up to 75 Wow. I've decided to settle, and part of the reason is um, I just feel like it's the right thing to do, weirdly. You know, I yeah. think that continuing to try to stick it to someone and go to court and traffic up our legal system for what will, at this point, amount to not that much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, than what the settlement amount would be. So, but but okay, but that Feels can't like be the real karma. reason. Oh, okay. But like, who gives a fuck about the court system? You know what I mean? Like, who cares about jamming it up? You're not being jammed up. You were taken advantage of, and you deserve to be protected from that. Yes, yes. And the court 
date was the uh, piece that need that was the firepower needed. So the the legal system did help me. Yes, and not only that, but I actually suspect that us talking about this on the podcast and me tweeting about it and my social media and all that also was firepower. I have a hard time believing they are not aware that we have been talking about this all this time. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Because they said they would agree to settle on the on the condition that I sign a, you know, a thing that says I will refuse I, I will no longer talk about it and I won't. Oh wow. And I won't do this anymore. But I haven't signed that yet. So this will be the last <laughs> Good for you. This will be the last This time. is the last thing. <laughs> yeah, well let's make sure we have proof that we've recorded this when we did. Yeah, we are Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, th- there's time there's there's time and date on the video recording right look at that for oh, the right. sake of we the need law, the date too though i am not right. breaking my gag order yet and it should be proven that because i've already said i couldn't find a goddamn notary public yet you sure yeah you couldn't but i plan to later today excellent perfect and if i maybe i should hmm yeah I, you know what i don't care I don't in, my, in my mind this is why it's worth it for you to settle 75 percent what what has to happen for the remaining 25 percent to be collected you need to go to a hearing you need to go to a trial and you need to think about it and i don't know if this bothers you but the idea of having this sort of like odd uncomfortable tenuous moment with your old landlord like that all sounds shitty yeah to just not have to deal with that and get 75 percent of the money seems very worth it to me i agree uh and there's also the the fact that I might not make that much, that the judge could say, oh, actually, you did do damage, and you did do this, and mm-hmm. we're going to, we think this is fair. This is entirely possible I might not get that much if I went to court. I don't think so. I'm pretty confident. In fact, I'm I'm almost 100% sure from everything I've read and heard that I would actually get all of the money. But this just seems, I can live with this. This is odd. This is solid. I can live with this. Yeah, this is good. Well done. Congratulations. Uh, I guess the saga has not been completed yet until you deposit that check and it clears. Uh, but I look forward to that day for you. Do you think that I should... Um, how should I... What should I say to him? Nothing. Should I say thank you? <sighs> Interesting. Do you think that... Like in the email? Sh- in an ideal world, wouldn't we shake hands? Uh, Begrudgingly. Sort of like uh, tennis players. Not necessarily. At the net. I don't think in an ideal world. Rivals. In an ideal world, you would not have to shake his hand, in my opinion. What if he went to shake my hand, and then I would I snub him? No. You hit him with the shake. You guys negotiated. Yeah. You were, you were a gentleman along the way. We were gentlemen. He was a gentleman. Our causes were at odds, but our, our, the way that we comported ourselves was in a gentlemanly manner. You like, you I have a... It. I have a respect for this guy. I really do. That's good, dude. That's good. good. Yeah, I I think that... um, What's crazy to me is I know how much money he has, and this... (laughs) You could say sounds good. Uh, The check will deliver it in two weeks, whatever. Sounds good. That's it? You don't have to say thank you. Guy's a fucking wiener. He tried to to fuck you. Should Should I write him an email and just say, it's been... I'm glad we were able to resolve this. Yeah, you could. You could do that. And I want you to know that I respect you. Should I tell him that? No, dude. No? no. Shouldn't say definitely that? Definitely not. I you want some kind extra. of I want him to know I'm a good sport. 
Bro, why? I mean, because I was a good sport. About trying to be fucked? No, just in law in life. You win, you lose gracefully. You've won. This feels like a tie. This feels like a win for you. Slight win. This feels like a very slight win. No, the winning would have been getting my goddamn security deposit back. Well, no, losing would have been getting 5% of it back if you had just agreed to the original thing before escalating. That would have been losing. You've definitely won, in my opinion, uh, because, like, oh, well, then maybe- winning once the situation began. It should have just gone how it was supposed to, which you get your security deposit back. But he tried to be a fucking lowlife. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, Mr. Guy, who I don't know. Francis seems to that's like okay. you more than I do. No, that's okay. Um, And, you know, you fought and you got the W for the boys. We fought. We fought hard. We did it. We've done it. God, can you imagine if we'd gone on to the people's court, how fun that would have been? That would have been really fun. I do regret that the Oops the Podcast audience will not get to, and that you're not going to be there with me on the steps of the courthouse. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's just no, like, I, I was thinking about that. It's going to be something that's kind of difficult to capture. I don't think I can bring, like, a camera in there. No, you sure can't. And what, are we gonna, we're going we're gonna to pay the lady drawing the pictures of the people? I doubt she's even there for a public hearing like that. I think that's only for like she a bigger thing. She might not thing. be. Yeah. By the way, does somebody have to hire her? Like, obviously the city or whatever. But like, does Johnny Depp's people have to be like? And I know they're wait, but why is there a video for that one? Why? What dictates whether a trial is closed or not? And then why is the painter there? It's a great question. I my guess, and we'll find out later at the end of the episode for facts from Ryan. My guess <laughs> is that in um, civil court, uh as opposed to criminal court civil court is closed right they don't open that to the public interesting whereas uh criminal court is open is open interesting that would be my guess but i have no idea i don't know the answer and i would also think that each state probably is different i know that you would have been able to come into the courtroom for this oh really would i have been able to film no you would not so have then, been able dude, to film whatever it wouldn't have even been it would have been funny to recount you sort of like ted bundying and representing yourself. Yep. That would have been great. Pro se. But besides that, this is called pro se. Representing oneself pro se. Yeah. Um, but besides that, dude, whatever. It gives a shit. You got the money. It's good. The saga has come to an end. You've triumphed and you should be proud. Yeah. You know? That dude, one of the key elements of a good negotiation is patience. The number one quality. You're right. It was a war of attrition and I endured. You did. And as soon as we got that court date, they came up. Because took it in stride. They knew that they would have had to hire a lawyer, and that paying their lawyer would have been far more expensive than what they would have to pay me to settle. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Is I, that even is that true? It's as if they didn't know that I knew that, which is insulting to my intelligence. In fact, I might renege on the settlement. <laughs> Now, the more you think about it, I just, (laughs) I think I have all the leverage. Yeah. I still think I have all the leverage. You do. I know that whatever they would have to pay their lawyer to come into the pretrial hearing to sort of bring them up to speed on the case. And then if we don't settle at the pretrial hearing to come into the court date, all of those fees would amount to more than what the security deposit costs. Would it though? I wonder that. Because if they already have a lawyer, like paying him to come and do this real quick, like I can't imagine. It's Dude, it's, it's, it's gathering the documents, pouring over the email exchanges, right. 
It's reading the case law, uh, you know, all of these things, him familiarizing himself, presenting his case, preparing for his case, all of that. In fact, I don't even, and it's possible too that someone from the landlord's, you know, side would have also needed to come. So the general sort of uh, burden and of, of obligation of schlepping down to the courtroom and going in there, you know, God knows when they're going to call our case. I don't know how many cases they do a day. But we're going to be coming in probably after someone who's like, you know, this guy uh, broke my back car bumper. I want $164. All right. You know, and it's it's going to be lots of that until we come to us who here we are, me, you know, wearing a really threadbare suit that I purchased at Goodwill I to like try it. to look like I need the money and him uh <laughs> represented with it with a team of lawyers you know yeah you come in there like with papers flying out of your briefcase yeah yeah the yeah. public defender i'm sorry your honor i got stuck yeah. in traffic yeah you have parking yeah. tickets everywhere it's like the classic <laughs> but for <laughs> as scatterbrained as i might appear when it comes down to it i'm actually a brilliant lawyer <laughs> exactly i'm actually a brilliant lawyer with with a, his heart in the right place exactly. picture um sandy uh uh from the OC. Do you know Sandy from the OC? I, I didn't really watch the OC. Didn't? I watched it a little, but no. What's Sandy's last name, Ryan? Sandy and Seth. The the blanks. The Cohens. Cohens. Sandy Cohen. The Cohens. From the OC. And Ryan, on his grand theft auto charge, got him to come live with the family, <laughs> setting the stage for the entire show. <laughs> brilliant show all right so that's what we're doing settling we're gonna settle so we're settling i hate that term well i don't know now i'm now i'm starting to get excited about it again what do you want me to do i don't care dude come on yes you do you gotta care you got a dog in the fight i i i mean you suddenly after that whole conversation deciding to just go go to trial now is obviously interesting A classic that's Francis a, curveball. That's an interesting outcome for sure. A classic Francis curveball. Well, I can't stand to I have my intelligence insulted. I don't see you not settling still. And my prediction would be, you're, we have this conversation now, you get a little riled up, and later you're going to go, you know what, dude? I thought about it. You know how <laughs> fucked up it is, dude? If the fucking pretrial hearing were just in the afternoon as opposed to the morning... You'd, I'd probably still go. Really? What? <laughs> but what about what? I thought you liked the morning. You just have like your routine. Eh, just, I don't know. I got stuff going on. I'm busy. I don't know. I mean, uh, was, I don't know. I, and you're right. If if somehow we really could turn this into a big thing, but I just I worry about it. I don't know, man. What if these people are connected? It's a risk. What if they're gonna come after me? They're gonna come after you. They're not gonna come after you. We don't know that. We don't, but like this is very standard, dude. And like I think that they know that typically tenants tend to win these kind of things to begin with, and you have a good case, which is why when you when you countered with eighty, they said seventy five. Yeah, I was expecting that they would meet in the middle, not to just basically say okay. Um. So they said you know. they did say this is our final offer, which even reading that made me just want to bully them. Yeah. And say, okay, how about $500 more than that? I mean, there's a less, there's a less, 
We're just to, just to prove to that taught. they don't they don't have a final offer. Yeah, you're like, how about seventy five point two percent? Yeah, right. Just give me anything more to do, to make you eat your words. <laughs> There's a lesson to be taught. You know, they could have just given you the money, and yeah. it, there is something really nice about you getting the money back and them losing money. And these are all nice things, guys. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor and then you'd say go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast see all the best analytics you could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony it's a way that any person can look at it and be like "Ooh, that's pretty and also it's our podcast and there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. My landlord. Mm-hmm. I, they were treating me like I was a stupid tenant. Right. But they, and that's what is insulting to me, is that I could. You could treat them like MIGs. I could, yeah, I yeah. could go in. I'm aware of case, I'm aware of tenant law now. I've done my research. This the reason why this I don't know if that's true is because you lived in like a nice building. It would be one thing like like why would they ever underestimate a person who paid that much money for their apartment? That would be crazy to to do. There are, it's it's only one of two options for why that they why they would not relinquish any of the security deposit. And one is that they either are so unfamiliar with tenant law in new york city they have of course they're familiar with it they have to be it's because they're fucking slimy grimy real estate guys dude these real estate guys have like chutzpah and fucking okay they're like tough guys so you know? if that's true then they are banking on my stupidity i don't think it's stupidity i think it's like banking on the like okay like they're right i'm just gonna like deal with it like it's fine like I'm just it's not worth it to, to try to fight it. Like I think they're banking on laziness. That's or, probably true. And 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 you this know This makes you want to settle more probably, right? Which you should. They don't think you're stupid, dude. They are the stupid ones. They are being stupid. I don't think they think you're stupid. I think they are stupid. They think I'm lazy. They think that you're not gonna care about the money. But they don't know that we're comedians with podcasts who relish any morsel of life you specifically event. you specifically i will make the they biggest with meal. the wrong comedian i will make such a meal out of any tiny kernel any any that is thrown my way yeah dude any detour from your routine becomes a bit <laughs> <laughs> literally there's power it's literally in that. true dude there's yeah. power in yeah, that. yeah i agree this has happened to me a lot i know you're really good at it dude well you gotta look for it because you can Agreed. win you can win in multiple ways totally even if I had not gotten a dollar. This story, I have, I have wrung every ounce of juice from it, such that it's worth it. Yeah. And then the money that we get is just gravy on top. Totally. And it's already, you know, sunk cost. Like you're prepared to live your life without that money, and now you're going to get it back like a fucking tax return. You know what I mean? It's going to be sick. Yeah. Um. Okay. Tax refund. Enough on that. Um. By did, the way, the last you asked me if I had if I did. I don't know if you noticed my rule of threads tea that I'm rocking right now. Yeah, I I saw that on you, and I said to myself, "God damn it, Julio is a totally fuckable piece of meat." <laughs> yeah, I bet you didn't see that coming. 
somebody get their fingers in this guy. <laughs> Holy smokes. You did think that, didn't you? I thought that. I was I mean, all dude, boned up. I mean, dude, how could you not be hot when you're just wearing the cleanest, simplest, premium menswear basics i you know what i ask myself all that all the time i said why aren't my clothes clean simple premium or basic <laughs> or menswear yeah <laughs> silly dirty um complicated uh androgynous <laughs> shit Dude. that i wear so funny man um yeah this stuff's great man uh they have Amazing. All the basics you need as a man, uh, they got it all. Short sleeve tees, long sleeve tees. They're doing polos. They do amazing joggers. Uh, the curve, this is the cru- the curve crew t-shirt. Uh, it has a nice sort of, it kind of hugs your upper body nicely. I find it to be very comfortable. Yeah, great collar on that too. Yeah, really relaxing, solid stuff. Uh, really good. So go to ruleofthreads.com. Use promo code OOPS. You'll get 15% off of your order. Uh, ruleofthreads.com, promo code OOPS. 15%. We're watching uh, James Bond on the plane, right? Which one? Uh, we have we have recently sort of watched all of the Daniel Craig ones. They're so good. They're really fucking good. So so we decide, why don't we watch Goldeneye to yeah. shake it up? I remember that being a good one. I couldn't even get 20 minutes into it. It was so, so bad, dude. So corny, It dude. just did not age well. Dude, if you're going to go back, go watch Goldeneye. Finger, Finger, go watch that, or go watch, uh, you know, from Russia with love. I haven't seen any of those some in a of while. the early Sean Connerys. Hold up, I suspect that I would, I wouldn't agree. You, they do still. Yeah, if you if you can stomach classic film, I can, but not like it depends what kind of classic film. Like Casablanca holds up, Goldfinger holds up. Okay, man. I believe you. I'll watch it, and I will. I'm sure I'll agree. I say that I haven't watched it in probably 15 years. But I remember liking uh, Moonraker. Yeah. Um, there's a few good ones. Thunderball. Yeah. Thunderball. Um, Whatever. So anyway, yeah. we're watching it, did, and it was, we just like, couldn't even get through it. Yeah. Um, and I forget why that it's is Pierce relevant. Brosnan, right? Yeah. Yeah, some of those are pretty corny. Pretty because bad. those are the in-betweens where film had not gotten to the level of uh, CGI and special effects where... It's truly spectacular. It's just we've we've distanced ourselves so far from that now. It's just, it's corny too. Like regardless, like e- the scenes that were happening in that movie done well are still bad in my opinion. Interesting. And when that came out, that movie was the shit. Yeah. Everybody fucked with that movie. Yeah. And yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Um. I so you guys that, were I watching. You guys were watching. So we ended up going back and watching Casino Royale and then Spectre. No, not Spectre. Casino Royale and Skyfall. Skyfall. Those are the two best of the Daniel Craig's. Casino Royale might be the best Bond film ever of all the Bond films. I can't decide if I like Skyfall better or not. Dude, Casino Royale is very, very good. Unbelievable. Plus, it announced Daniel Craig as Bond. True. And everyone was just like, "This guy is Bond," and they didn't believe it coming so into dude, the my movie. My dad, my dad was like resistant to him as Bond. He was like, "Ah, oh, Bond doesn't bleed." And I was like, Dad, like, <laughs> he's just a Bond, a Bond traditionalist, I uh-huh. guess. And like, you know, Daniel Craig is sort of like compact and stocky and it works for me. And like, I think I agree with you. He's the best Bond. Mm-hmm. These movies are by far the best ones. Uh, it, it, it would be difficult to argue that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Skyfall was good. I liked No Time to Die, I think. Yeah. My dad ruined it for me, but. Yeah. <laughs> I like Spectre too, dude. They're all good. 
There was one that wasn't good. I liked the third one. I thought Christoph Waltz was good. I know that maybe that's one. There's only four of them, right? No, there's five, I think. Really? Can we get, can we check this out? If there are five, I've never seen the fifth. But Skyfall is a little dark. It that's is the dark. Only thing. It like just bums you out a bit. It's the but origin I, story. I love the... Bad guy's really good. Yeah. That part when he's doing the whole like rat story, walking from far away, and like Sam Mendes made that movie too, bro. That's a that's yeah. a sick one. Sam but Mendes it, uh, is pretty amazing. There's five. What's the fifth one called? Quantum of Solace. That one was oh, bad. Shit. That was the that was the first one in 2008. Then Skyfall, Casino Royale, Spectre. What? No, no. Casino Royale came out first. Oh, you're right. Then they did Quantum of Quantum, Solace, which was bad. Quantum Sky, of Solace. Then they did Skyfall, which oh. was great. Quantum of Solace is the second Daniel yeah, Craig one, and it's no good. Huh. I've definitely seen it. I just don't remember. They shot that, I think, at um, the Amangiri Resort in Utah. I thought that's where they shot Spectre. It may, it may be. Is that the one where at the end they're in the? He's with the girl, and they're in the. They're in that like bunker in the middle. Yeah, of the Yeah, that might. That's that's the Amangiri. Yeah. A good villain really can make a Bond film. I mean, dude, Javier Bardem is just. He's unbelievable. He's one of. He's like a top five of our generation guy. It's hard for me to argue against that. Well, he's probably between his turn as Shigor in No Country for Old Men, mm-hmm. and then that role in. Um, I mean, him playing villains is because he's got range across his villainhood. Spectacular. Yeah. He. What's the one uh, before Night Falls? You ever see that? No. Heart shattering, unbelievable movie. I mean, he's just it, it the list goes on and on. He's incredible. Vicky Christina Barcelona. Great movie. Um <laughs> great movie. Dude. Film buffs. Film buffs. Cinophiles. Dude, so this morning I walk out of my bathroom rocking my brand new plover robe. You got that on the hook in there? Uh-huh. And yeah, good call. And Hill Dog goes, Ooh, that's fun. Yes, she did. She goes, That's fun. That is fun. And she goes, You like your new robe? <laughs> and I said, Yeah. And she talks to you like you're her son. I know. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my my robe has narwhals on that's it. That's right. It right. Yeah, that's exactly um, right. it's really cool. They have a really new fun uh owl and cactus styled yep. robe mm-hmm. as well on their website which i'm gonna find the name of right now mine's got jellyfish and mushrooms dude yours is sick it's pretty fun yours looks good i'm you. actually super hype about both of our robes i think they're gonna be uh major pieces for the summer they're really cool the hot llama is a classic yep uh that's a, a classic style they're always introducing new style these people have a great sense of humor yeah uh the narwhal one is called narcity blues by the mm. way i have that one that's a lot of and fun. listen guys beyond the fantastical designs and the whimsical patterns they actually do feel great they really putting do. one of these things on you just instantly relax it's your comfy outfit for the end of the day it's your comfy outfit to ease yourself into your day and if you go to ploverobes.com right now Plo- so- ploverobes.com slash oops promo code promo oops. code oops That'll get you 20% off. 20% off on your robe or the couple of robes that you buy. They're doing a little sale right now, so uh, go get them. Check out, check out their YouTube and their Instagram as well. They make amazing original content. Really fun. Boom. Yeah. Dude, I did uh, something today that um, I think made me uncomfortable. I was like, why did you just do that? I was at the doctor uh, just getting a, a prescription refill. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the appointment to the doctor, I said, all right, thanks, man. And I was like, dude, I've, I've never, I've never said that to the doctor. Do you say that? You no, you I s- would not. I, I was like, what are you doing? I make a point to address doctor as doctors as doctor so and so. 
doctor. You know what my dad does? My dad calls him doc. And I'm like, are you really doing that? He's like, it's almost like the guy who's like, I don't know, doc. Every then, doc, <laughs> every doc he calls doc. doc. And calling a doc, doc, is you become this, like you become the heart on your sleeve guy. Uh, doc, uh, just give me some good news, doc. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I tell my family I love them, I doc. tell them, that, yeah. I'm like, dad, what are you doing? Like, yeah, You're going to tell them yourself. Uh, what do you think, Doc? And I don't know if he always did that or if I just noticed because he wasn't usually in the room with me. Mm. Dude, one of my friend's dads goes with him to doctor's appointments and cries every time. Why? I don't know. Because he just like loves his son so much. He like wants him to be... You're talking about, you know, penile discharge? No, it'll be like he, he, he had this like groin injury and he kept going to the doctor to try to figure it out. And every time in the doctor's office, his dad would just he'd look over his dad. His dad cries like this... <laughs> What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I wouldn't allow my dad to keep coming. <laughs> I know. But dude, that's it. He, he insisted on coming. And I actually don't know that he cries like that, but I know the dad super well. He's a, he's a great guy. I, I bet you that's how he cries. <laughs> I just love you. You ever, you ever see growing up or otherwise parents of your friends cry? Not often. It was, it was definitely like unsettling. Super unsettling. I think one time my friend's dog died. And I saw his dad like a tear kind of trickle out. But of his that's eye. manly. If you have a tear fall out of your eye without your voice quavering or without uh, any kind of, you know, n- nothing. No, 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 none of that. Nothing other, but just just the water falling from your face. That's the manliest thing ever. <laughs> you're right you're that's right. pretty baller dude grandparents were allowed to cry too i that didn't bother me you saw grandparents cry yeah my grandparents would just cry all the time all of them. why when we would be leaving italy or i don't know they'd be like yeah, but emotional you, about us existing were your friends around uh no okay no yeah is that what, oh so you don't even I'm, mean i'm asking if you were over at parents. a friend's house and all of a sudden, one of their parents started crying. Oh, God. I don't even Fucking know. Fucking weird, that's, that's dude. That's not ideal. It's like, keep it together, Mrs. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> Beasley. Not ideal. Yeah. Um, dude, this, this, is this ever happened to you? I had a, a meeting yesterday, like a Zoom meeting. And I somehow, occasionally a meeting will just like slip through the cracks on me, especially if it's like not important. And I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll do this meeting. Uh. And I was like looking through my email and I saw an email from a person and I had, I had, I think I'd already rescheduled this meeting. I saw the email that we were supposed to meet and I was like, Oh, don't I have a meeting with that person right now? And, or not, not right now. Don't I have a meeting with that person at some point this week? Let's check when it is. And the meeting was literally beginning as I checked that. Oh my God. It was 2 PM and I looked and it, the meeting was at 2 PM yesterday. That's fantastic. Is that a thing? Um, it's a little bit like waking up a minute before your alarm goes off. It's as though you had some right. sort of internal right. alert system that's that made you have that thought. I would think they were related. I don't think it's a total coincidence. Not a total coincidence. Pretty crazy, bro. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. All right, hold on. Want to share? Yeah, Chris. Chris go has got something. Chris, what do you got, pal? Um. So I'm moving out um the beginning of september and i need a roommate so if you or a friend has a friend that aren't gonna kill me i shouldn't say that you should <laughs> yes you should 
If you are a normal human being and you need, or maybe you have an extra room in your place. Maybe. We can, Um, let let me just speak on Chris's behalf. I've been to his apartment. He's clean. mm. He works a lot. So you won't even see him that much. He'll just be in his room editing or working on all the various projects and podcasts that he does. Uh, Lovely guy to be around. Great company. But uh, I couldn't imagine a better roommate. So that's our endorsement of Chris. Yeah. Very solid. I'm moving out September 1. It's crazy. It's crazy to think, you know, because you and Ryan are both moving. Mm -hmm. And you forget what it was like to be in your mid to early 20s where you just move every year. Mm-hmm. You just move constantly. Yeah, yeah. You didn't really. I mean, you I, set I, down I, roots. You had a great situation. I had back to back five year places. Yeah. Whereas, dude, I, I think true. in the first eight I, years I lived in New York, I lived in like seven different really, apartments. The first couple of years I bounced around a bit, but yeah, I eventually settled in. But you're mobile. I moved once from one apartment to a different one in a cab. <laughs> That's crazy. I swear to God. <laughs> it's amazing. In a cab. That's how little shit I had. It's amazing. Yeah. And it was one of the, granted, it was one of the big cabs. Yeah. You know, one of the ones that you could put a wheelchair in. <laughs> in the back, yeah. And uh, you're I, like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I, I flagged him <laughs> down and I was like, dude, can I um, pay you a little extra if you, you know, wait here while I grab my. All of my things. Fucking everything I have. Oh, that's great. Uh yeah, dude. I mean, I I don't think I've like moved properly in a while either. Like the last time I had movers was like I think the first time I came here. Yeah. Now I need a a full blown semi. I will need that the next time. I'm hoping that we're able to. Actually, dude, I don't even know if I'm hoping we're able to stay. They're about to start the brickwork on the scout the scaffolding, as as you guys know, have gone up, and it's only a matter of time till i lock eyes with one of the guys doing construction and these ain't the eyes i'm talking about dude no i'm gonna be fucking hanging i'm gonna be hanging there bad eyes completely naked and that eye oh you're talking about your eye. testicles no dude the the, your, your urethra my, the opening of i my did urethra. not know which type of eye you were talking about <laughs> the third in eye, fact dude. my next guess would have been you bending over and spreading your butt cheeks <laughs> Let's hope not. Showing him your butthole. Speaking of which, dude, I think I've maybe brought this up on the pod before, Uh-oh. but there's nothing better than getting an airdrop on the train, and you just don't know. You know it's going to be something bad. This has never happened to me. Dude, this happens to me all the time, and I always am so psyched, and it's always just like someone's ass, dude. What? It's some guy's ass. Really? Yes. It's great. And then I'm just like laughing, and I'm trying to find the guy whose ass it is. And I'm like, who is doing this, dude? This is insane. Someone's, um, someone's sending you a picture of their butt? Their ass. Like, not even opening their ass, just their ass. That's so strange. It's so funny, dude. It's really funny. If you guys see me on the train, feel free to send me pictures of your ass. Also, if you Find want to be hilarious. my roommate, send me a message on Instagram. Yeah, Thank you. Bye. that's exactly right. DM Chris at uh, ChrisMP4. Um, I was on an airplane on the way home from spring break at the Bahamas, and somebody mass airdropped everybody a photo of Kermit the Frog <laughs> masturbating while hanging himself with a belt. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, It was dude. funny. That's amazing. That is pretty funny. Did he have a green dong? Autoerotic asphyxiation. Was it like style. Was it like a, a, you know, Muppet dong, or did they put some sort of real 
superimposed a real penis. I didn't look too hard, but the belt was leather. I looked more. Sounds like belt. you looked pretty hard just at the wrong things. I guess it was fun. Ryan's looking at that like, what? what what's that belt made of? A lot of the time when I'm editing, uh, if I'm ever uploading something, if I'm airdropping from my laptop to my computer, I have it set to contacts only. But there's this little boy that lives next door. And, oh, his thing will just pop up. And I don't. His name's Zion. And I Zion. Zion. Z y i a d. Okay. And uh, I have it set to contacts only, but he pops up, and I've accidentally sent him like thirty oops clips before because when I go to <laughs> when I go to click on Ryan, his name just boop, like pops right up immediately oh, and then takes it over. Listen, Zion. He's like uh, eight. If you're, yeah, he should. If he's, he's he should be listening clips, at this dude. point, yeah. And if he's not, I'm frankly insulted because <laughs> you can only force feed someone oops clips for so long before they subscribe to the podcast. He's eight, really young. Yeah. I, I don't know. He's pretty young. That's yeah. true. Woke up this morning, wasn't feeling great. Saw my alarm clock, and I was like, "Oh, I'm late. My stomach is empty. Feeling real down." That's when I saw the magic spoon and turned it around. <laughs> this is good. Filled up a bowl, poured in a little milk, grabbed my spoon and said, oh, this stuff tastes like silk. <laughs> Couldn't believe that it tasted it was so delicious. And what's even better, Julio, is that it's so nutritious. Oh, that's really good. That's really good, dude. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Note, Francis, that the honey nut does have one gram of sugar. One gram of sugar, don't be fooled. All the others have none. They're the old school. (laughs) (laughs) It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Build your very own box. The nine available flavors uh, to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple waffle, blueberry, Muffin, cinnamon roll, and honey nut. Even more exciting, Magic Spoon has brought back their cereal bars. They were so popular that they bought them back permanently. It's the perfectly convenient on-the-go companion for your cereal. Go to magicspoon.com slash oops to grab a bundle of custom cereal. And be sure to use our promo code oops at checkout to save $5 off of your order. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash oops. Use the code oops to save $5 off. Um, dude, I saw a good thing on the street the other day. What's he doing with a goddamn iPhone? I know. Fucking Zayad. Okay. Um, I I saw a very funny thing on the street. You know how like occasionally you see a little dog barking at a big dog, and everyone's like, "Oh, ha ha, that little dog thinks it's a big dog." I don't know. Sure. Okay. So I saw, <laughs> I saw, I saw this lady yelling at her little dog for engaging with a bigger dog. Like the dog hadn't like bitten the big dog, or it hasn't even gone near it. It was just barking at it, and she goes, she's yelling at it like it was a like a boy or something. She's like, "Hey, she's like what are you doing? You see how big that dog is?" what's wrong with you <laughs> that's so funny i'm like yeah. that's very like nuanced and specific but I was yeah. like, this is very funny this relationship this lady has with her little dog dude that's pretty good pretty good so i um man kojai does not like it when it's hot out really he seems a little a little sluggish it just uh he doesn't breathe well mm. and uh now sierra doesn't want me to take him for walks if it's too hot because she's worried he'll die is that a thing i guess so jesus i guess so i think bulldogs french bulldogs because they breathe so poorly and you, you breathing is the way that dogs regulate their temperature by panting 
So he's not good at it. And, you know, we were out walking him the other day, and halfway through the walk, she just picked him up and carried him home. You guys can get him a little stroller. We should do. A little doggy stroller. We should do. Wheel him around. Although whenever I see people doing that, I think that is ridiculous. <laughs> but, You're but, infantilizing your dog. I don't think that's the right word. Can you look that up, Brian? Infan- what does infantilize mean? Treat like a baby, right? That's what I would have that's what I'm trying to use it as, but I don't think that's what it means. Treat someone as a child or in a way which not which denies the maturity in age or experience. Yeah. And then there's a picture of a man with a beard sucking on a binky. <laughs> Got it. All right. But dude, once you kind of hit your, you know, your final, your home stretch, you, you reach, it's kind of like a full circle moment. You mm. need to be cared for yet again. <laughs> <laughs> dude, my dad apologized to me the other day about naming me Julio. Why? Uh, and it was a really funny conversation. He goes, I don't know what it, he goes, maybe like becoming a parent just like makes you crazy or something. He goes, but I don't know why the fuck I named you Julio. He goes, I hated that name my entire life. My dad's name is Julio, but for you, those right. of you who don't know, um, I don't know if Big G was obvious to them. And his name was, he goes, I hated that man in my entire life. He goes, I chose, he goes, I chose, he, it was almost like he was talking to himself at this point. He's like, I chose my own confirmation name and I chose John. John, I hate the name Julio. He goes, in my yearbook, I spelled it J-U-L-I-O. My yearbook is my name spelled J-U-L-I-O. And yet I chose to name you this. I don't know what's fucking wrong. Like I did. Jesus. Wow. Damn. Yeah, but he had this big whole, G. I know big G. I was like, yeah, there's no way you could have anticipated that I would, would become a person that this would be a problem for. You know what I mean? Why is it a problem? Initially when the Netflix thing came out during the text conversation that happens at the beginning of the episode, they spelled my name wrong in the Netflix special, mm. which is like, they, they fixed it. We told them and they fixed it. But I told my dad that story, which led him to begin this sort of, you know, carrying on about how much he hated the name that he's given mm. me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. What do you think of the name if you had a, if I had a son uh, calling him Turtle? Turtle. Turtle Ellis. It's like a. It seems like a like a pretty. Like it would be his nickname, and it would seem normal. Like I feel like with the last name Ellis having some sort of gender ambiguous nickname thing is like not uncommon or have you know what i mean yeah um sierra pitched this to me kit kit like that you know kit kit and isn't that like Catherine or something uh it might be you know what i mean like like i don't know but turtle what would that be short for turtle would be short for it could be short for anything Theodore? roger turtle short for um you just call him turtle because he was sailing and he was really good at it or something. I don't know. I don't think turtles are very good at sailing. No, but they're good in water. Well, they're okay. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you've been playing the name game? Me. A little bit. Hillary pitches me a lot, too. We should talk about this. This is fun. Um, and she pitched this to me. She was half joking. And I sort of laughed. And then we started thinking more about it. And I just, I can't tell if I like it or not. It's I definitely cu- don't want something generic. It's cute. I I think the one thing you need to be careful of is you want to make sure you don't give a name that will bring negative attention to your kid. Hillary and I agree that we think the name P is very cute. P E A. 
but then everyone will just call them PP. Yeah, right. And that'll suck for them. Right. But it's a cute name, P. Mm. It's cute. P. 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 Gallerati. P. Gallerati. What? Oh yeah, pushing P. That's funny. Free gonna do. Yeah. Free YSL. Uh, Turtle <laughs> Ellis would be the real name, not okay. the nickname. That's a good name. I, I I think it's a pretty good name. But the problem is that everyone then brings up, oh, Entourage. like the character from Entourage, and we do not mean that at all. The character from Entourage is fairly lovable. Like that's I. Feel yes, like but that's we're not, not we're not naming a kid after a character from the show Entourage. We're naming it after the wonderful creature that moves methodically <laughs> and you know with purpose it has a nice long fulfilling but life. it's very diligent and uh love lovable everybody loves a turtle Dude, that's who doesn't love turtles the creature yeah um sticks his neck out for his friends <laughs> literally okay so speaking of which should we do an email here speaking of friends you see how that was the right use of literally Dude, so apparently, Mr. Right Use of Literally, the dictionary now defines literally as also meaning not literally. Ryan, check that out. This has been brought well, to my attention. If that's the case, it's because of everyone fucked it up. Correct. And and then... Thank you. Yeah, see, I In don't... Webster's I mean, dictionary. I just don't... I don't buy... Like, I don't, I don't care what it says. They're just saying... Hey, everyone in the world has started using it this way. So Francis is on the conservative just side. Just so of the you know, um, we have Court. to make a concession for them. The <laughs> concession shows up on the Google search, though, so it has the regular definition, and then without even needing to click further for more context, mm-hmm. it has informal, used for emphasis or to express strong feeling while not being literally true. There you go. The plot thickens. I was literally blown away by the response I got. There we go. But that to me would mean that someone responded and then the wind took him <laughs> 10 yards down the road. <laughs> Dude, speaking of which, as I was walking up the subway, you know that long corridor that leads to sort of the street? That's sort of like a gradual mm-hmm. incline. I do, and I have a funny story about it, but go so ahead. Speaking of blowing away, there was a plastic bag sort of like blowing down. You saw that too. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? So I, I think that it, I thought that it would be fun to sort of celebrate the dropping of Stranger Things season four, volume two. Sort of the next time I see a bag beginning to move, pretend that I'm the one moving it, and followed by a small stream of blood coming from my nostril. Ah. and then uh, the. Uh, How is season four? Great. There's like there's a few things that make no sense. I'm but gonna like, watch it, so but don't it's so good that. I'm willing to be fine with the cool. consistency. That's cool. You're up to date though. No. Oh, you're gonna start it from the beginning. Well, so I've season. I've seen seasons one through three. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, and you liked it. Yeah. It's great, right? It's solid. Season one was great. Season I didn't one. Like, I didn't season like two. Three. Really, to me, dropped off. Interesting. Have we? I feel like we've talked. We have. About this I don't like. Not, I didn't like three. I did like two. But um, I'm gonna do an email. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm still miffed about that literally thing. I don't, I don't think that. I don't think that that's there. The, that's the dictionary saying it's also used by people this way, but that doesn't mean that the dictionary is saying we endorse that. I think it, it literally is the dictionary endorsing it, dude. Ryan has pulled it up. In, see, but informal that that informal tag to me is improper. 
but it's it's it published in the Webster Dictionary. You get me an actual hard copy of the Webster Dictionary. Okay. You yeah. look it up and that's buy, in there. I'm going to buy one right now on Amazon. I'll milk. I'll, just for the sake of. And then return it? Not that, that you, I not that, that I care. It? I We never. Yeah, we could return it. <laughs> you did return it. Gee, when I got back from that crazy road trip to L.A., Wisconsin, my gut was in big trouble. Yeah. Just been eating all kinds of cheese and <laughs> whatever other nonsense I could cheese. find up in that. the dairy hills of wisconsin it's not really that hilly to be honest with you <laughs> but uh everything was just going the wrong way and thank god i got back to my beloved athletic greens <laughs> to try to sort my gut out and within a day or two i was right back you to normal back. it's no coincidence that we have a lot of morning friendly products on oops the podcast yeah francis loves the morning sure i happen to like it a lot too uh but a lot of this stuff really helps us live healthy lifestyles Athletic Greens is amazing. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it fits into any sort of cool new diet that you've decided to take on. Mm. Uh, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, supports better sleep quality and recovery, mental clarity, alertness. It's amazing, dude. And it just uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with with constant product iterations and third third party testing mm. and the best part francis what is it costs you less than three bucks a day That's so cheap you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold, cold brew, brew habit. habit it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself it is the best to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com oops again that is athleticgreens.com oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate Daily Nutritional Insurance, Francis. Okay, email. Here we go. <laughs> Friendship advice. What a treat. Our treat. favorite. Our favorite here. Please keep me anonymous. Thank you. A few years back, one of my best friends and my girlfriend got into an argument, calling her a narcissist, not good enough for me, etc. Uh, this nuked the bridge between them, making it awkward whenever I would text him. All right, hold on a second. A few years, one of my best friends and my girlfriend got, it, got into an argument. Yeah. Nuke the bridge between them, making it awkward whenever I would text them. Three years have passed, and we've only hung out three times because neither of us reach out. The last time we hung out... He and the guy? Yes. Oh. For some... I don't know. This shouldn't have been confusing, but it is. So, the guy's girlfriend, it would be as if Hillary... I, I get that part of it. I'm just not sure if he means that all three of us have only hung out three times since, or if he and the guy... Only he and the guy. I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good question, though. Um... The last time we hung out, I was, quote, parent trapped into meeting another friend for dinner, and he was there as well. Later found out uh, that this was set up by his fiance. Had a fun dinner, uh, catching up, and at the end of the night, he requested I be a groomsman in his wedding. Wow. I know. Being that he hadn't apologized, and I am not, I am not in his life currently, I chose to forego the offer and asked him to set up a double date with his fiance and my girlfriend to catch up and rekindle the friendship. He has not reached out. Damn. He got married this past weekend, and I went to another friend's bachelor party instead of his wedding. Oh, my God, dude. Wondering, wondering if there's any way to rekindle this friendship or if this is just one of those college friendships that fizzled out. Dude. Also, I realized I did not send a guard. Should I send a gift? It's, you had your chance it's to rekindle no, It's it. <laughs> no to all of those things. There, no, there's no way to rekindle the friendship. And no, it's not a college friendship that fizzled out. It is you choosing to end the friendship. 
Mm-hmm. This guy asked him to be a groomsman, and he didn't accept, nor did he explain that he would accept, but he wanted to mend the relationship between his girlfriend and the groom. That's what he wanted. That's what he wanted. He wanted it, but he didn't say, I will, I will accept this groomsmanship. If you, if it you, sounded as if it was, that was an informal thing, but was, what was the timeline like on that? Sorry. I thought you said the guy didn't respond or something. And then he just ghosted the wedding. Didn't even go. Let's see here. He had been. Okay. So he asked me to be a groomsman. He had never apologized. For, okay. the, for fighting with the guy's girlfriend. But that's a pretty big um that's a pretty big move. That's a extending a massive Agreed. olive Agreed. branch to ask your friend to be a groomsman after all these years. Okay, and then what? Keep going. Yeah, so then um he hadn't apologized, I'm not in his life currently. I chose to forego the offer and asked him to set up a double date with his fiance and my girlfriend to catch up and rekindle the friendship. See, that to me doesn't read that. It was clear yeah. why he was doing that. True. I agreed. If it, he had written, listen, I will I had honor, a, I will happily accept this, but if I need to let you know that it's bothered me all these years that you and my girlfriend had that falling out, and I want to fix that before we come to your wedding. Yeah, the, all the sort of stepping stones were in place for you guys to rekindle. Yeah, I think asking a guy to be a groomsman at your wedding having not spoken for a long time, is a peace offering of enormous uh, magnanimity. You're being like very, uh, you're, you're being bigger than it. Yes. And kudos to that guy. But the guy is seeming, he seems pretty strong in his stance that he's like, I don't like your, I hate your girlfriend. So the, or fiance or the, whatever. The are. wedding guy, the guy getting yeah. married. Why he, do you think that? Because he, because he won't get, well, okay. Let, assuming that this was indeed more of an exchange kind of thing than we thought, maybe it wasn't. You know, he's he wrote it the way he wrote it. Okay, he had never apologized for. He was intentionally never being like, "I thought I was wrong about that." Because this guy doesn't think he's wrong. He thinks that she's a narcissist and sucks, and that she's not good enough for the guy. That's what he thinks, and he's not. He hasn't budged on that. Fine. I mean, a major, a major piece of intel which would really inform <laughs> this is whether or not that guy invited both invited him to be a groomsman and gave him the plus one of the girlfriend. He must have. He must have. Okay, assuming he did, then I get, I put all the fault on the writer of the email. Mm. Because that is that I is, had I had thought that perhaps he was being a little harsh as well. But I do understand the frustration being that it's his girl, he's still with her, he's still taking her side, and it brings up a difficult question. Is it possible to be friends with somebody if you hate, if you openly dislike their girlfriend and you guys still maintain a relationship? Is it possible for that truth to exist and you guys can still be friends and be at odds? I think, I think if someone has been dating someone for multiple years and a very dear friend, it, let's say, let's say that I'm okay. Let's say you hate Sierra. Mm-hmm. Which I think we all know is not true. They fucking hang out like best buddies. And we do not hate each other. No. Uh, let's say that you hated each other and, and we knew. It was an open, it was known. And, um, you know, uh, I, still, I still wanted us to be friends, right? It would be very hard. Yeah. It'd be very hard. And it would be hard for me that you weren't trying to fix it on my behalf. Totally. That you didn't respect me enough. 
to want to make it better. Um, even if you didn't like her, you couldn't act nice. Dude, the move in this situation, without a doubt, is you take you you just take the L of having to hang out with your boy's girlfriend who you don't like, right? Because it's your friend and he likes her. And you so can you, you you tolerate her as best you can. And you can limit your interaction with her. You can plan things with your friend that take the two of you away. Whether it's like let's meet at a bar to watch a sports game or let's go for a round of golf, whatever it is. But you do need to at least have uh done your you know sh- glad handing and hugs and kisses and whatever else with the lady yes of course you're once you have been dating that long you're a package deal your brand you don't blow open that can of worms is is what you do it's a two-for-one special and you can't yep. just separate the guy or the girl out and and hate the other person dude there's plenty of very good friends whose girlfriends i don't like Maybe not plenty, but there's enough of them that it's worth noting. And guess what? I fucking deal with them. And I hug and kiss them when I see them. And th- I consider them friends. Even it's, though I don't like it's them. It's not that hard to pretend. Not hard. It's not that hard to just play nice. Yeah, That's so much of what society is. Yes. It's and all of us just pretending like we get along. Deciding for somebody that somebody is wrong for them is not your business. No. That may be true. She may be a narcissist and blah, 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 blah. But that's on your friend to deal with. Not up to you. You're not his dad and you're not the babysitter. Correct. (laughs) And I think back to the email, asking someone to be a groomsman is a huge honor and personal endorsement. And it's the groom saying, you still mean a lot to me, even though through all these years we haven't talked that much. Yeah. And you know I don't like the person you're with. and. I I can understand the writer of the email sort of holding his ground and saying, listen, I'll be a groomsman, but you need to accept both of us and find a way to mend this fence. But it doesn't sound to me like he did that. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like he was just randomly like, cool. Uh, you never apologize, so therefore, no. But let's let's go out for drinks, all of us. Right, right. That's what and not, not being clear why he was doing that. Yeah. And then to just not go to the wedding and go to a bachelor party instead. I mean, that's an act of war. You're sealing the final nail in the coffin of that friendship. And the other guy made a better effort than you did. So I don't know if I agree. I think both guys are wrong in their own ways. The friend started it. The friend is the first one to be Three wrong. Three years ago. Fine. But he still overstepped massively, made things shitty, didn't have to be that way. And now he tried to to reach out to rekindle but he's never apologized for doing that and i do think that he that apology should be forthcoming i agree that that's a huge olive branch in your to, to in your defense of what you said i fully agreed and i think that the it was there to be mended and i agree that uh the guy who was originally wrong was wrong to not try to make that olive branch work yeah probably so i think that's maybe I mean. maybe maybe they both could have done more but i still i still think that this guy played the game the wrong way. Or re- the writer of the email. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Ryan? We, is it time for Facts with Ryan? Sure is. Like, time for Facts with Ryan. Just a couple today. So, Just in case we're lying, here come the Facts with Ryan. Ooh, That's pretty good. Spicy. That's pretty good. Uh, cameras in the courtroom. The federal court bans cameras in the courtroom. State and state courts uh, can allow it... Uh, at the discretion of the judge, 
New York is one of seven states that does not allow cameras in the courtroom under any circumstance. Interesting. So it's up. So there's seven states that will not allow it no matter what. What are the other ones? Uh, I do not have doesn't, that. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, and then the median salary of a courtroom sketch artist is forty six thousand four hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> how much? How much? A uh, little over forty six grand. Wow. Okay. And I wonder how freelancer hired by a okay. media outlet. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. That's, That's very, it. It's very helpful. Turtle. I couldn't find the symbolism of the name, but. Uh, the meaning of turtle means longevity. So it'd be a long uh, life if that would be your son. Uh-huh. And maybe the first person named turtle. Yeah, cool. If it'd be the first person named turtle on earth. Really? No, that can't be. Maybe. Oh, I can't no find anybody named turtle. There you go. All right. There it is. Love that. Uh, what do you got coming up? Oh, yeah. I will be in the Washington, D.C. area. Arlington, Virginia. The Draft House. One of my favorite clubs. July 22nd and 23rd. I hope to see you guys there. Tickets cool. for that at FrancisEllis.com. Great. What do you I, got? I am in uh, Wesley Chapel and St. Petersburg, Florida, 14th through the 17th of July. Uh, grab some tickets for those. It's going to be a good time. I also have added New Orleans, August 20th, uh, the Comedy House, uh, two shows. Should be really cool. Come to that. And uh, Seattle also, July 28th. Get tickets on my website. Damn. That is all. Nice. 